Welcome to an arrogant and self-aggrandizing edition of ARG Presents. I'm your good buddy, your good friend, and video game icon, Amigo Aaron. Joined by a man who's so famous in the realm of electronic media, he goes by simply one name. Much like Cher, we now have Grant. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Mm, yes, <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> thank you. Now, and now, Aaron. Yes. Uh, when are you expecting your royalty check from the... <laughs> yeah, well, let's just say that the payments coming in are steady. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> thing. You know, this is not my first foray into no. published video games. Oh, there. here we go. Go ahead with your story. You're going to start that before we even get the title of the show out? So... So just uh, just a qu- just a quick question: Have you ever had a published video game? Well, that's a, that depends on your perspective. All right, okay. Well, that's okay. I have had my name in, in in on the box of a game. How about that? Okay, Does that count? It, like it was actually you, just not someone. It named was me. Air, it was me. Like, ah! I got a I got a very small credit on the box of uh, of uh, uh, Nick Morente's game, Gunstar, for okay. play testing. No, so I. I yeah, thank you. Woo me. Now, Woo I, me. now Woo. as a published video game designer, yeah. uh, I think I have a keen eye to look at this week's uh, games as we look at games that feature uh, ARG people mm-hmm. like uh, me. Mm-hmm. You and see the money sign in the logo. <laughs> That's right, because people are making some jack, brother. We're going to be playing games featuring us. Now, I love it. Now, fan games, Aaron. A, a long honored tradition, especially as video games grew and became more uh, uh, open to the general public for distribution and for production. I'll have to say, I've looked at quite a few fan games. In fact, we've looked at a few fan games here on the show. Yeah. Do you have any personal favorite fan games outside of our scope, outside of our realm? I do. I do, actually. I really like uh, the Angry Video Game Nerds boxing game. I, I was going to mention that one as well. That's, when I think of game, home, like games based on a, on a you know, something like that, that's the one that comes to my mind because it's a lot of fun and it really pushes what you can do on the Atari 2600. Yeah, and having the uh, having a, a retro system vibe mm-hmm. is one thing, right? Because they, yeah. they, uh, they didn't really... Work within the limitations of the twenty six hundred. They just made it a twenty six hundred appearing game. Is my understanding? No, it, it works on a twenty six hundred. Oh, okay. I, I played it on my twenty six hundred. It was oh, great. Oh, yeah. excellent. Yeah, I think that is a much a, a a harder challenge when you when you take that kind of approach because not only do you have to scale your ideas and your themes back, but then you also have to work within the confines of the hardware. Plus, learning, I mean, it's like learning a second language. You might be able to code in C, but that's not going to help you at all when it comes to coding for, like, uh, the Odyssey or the 2600. So, authors who do this really go the extra mile. Now, granted, some of them grew up with it, right? Yeah. It's something that they had uh, worked when worked at for when they were actually doing work uh, for the system when it was out in, in the general public at the time. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then they they will continue their career and then come back to it and make a game for it. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. And but this was something. Uh, I think the Atari video game nerd. He of course angry he, video. Yeah. Game sorry. Nerd. 
Uh, he didn't do the game himself. He had it done for Oh, him. no, he didn't do it. Right. No, yeah, there's no way he did it himself. So, but it's a fun game. Do you have favorites? Uh, that's up there. Usually when I look at fan games, I'm looking at things where people have taken not a personality and and made a game off that like we're reviewing today, but more of they took a concept like Castlevania or they you know they took a character and put it into a game that they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Fan games for the either a genre or for the character themselves. Uh, this of course way different, way different. These are games that have been uh, retrofitted, made improved, if you will, for different systems um, that we're looking at today. Yeah, you know the the one thing before we get into the nitty gritty on these that we should mention as, as arrogant and jerks as we've been. The uh, truth of the matter is the the thing that gives me pleasure about these particular titles is that uh, we happen to we covered a game that someone yeah. uh, either hadn't seen or hadn't thought of and thought to themselves, hey, we might have something to do here. And that is gratifying. Absolutely. As uh, someone who does this, I mean, I, I, I make a lot of shows. I know Newsflash. And it's always neat to hear from uh, the people that make the games. They'll come back and say stuff to us, which is nice. But even more gratifying is someone who takes an old dormant game like this and really juices it up and gives it a new life. And I think both of today's games are examples of that exact thing. That's what makes Absolutely. it exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's games that needed a fresh coat of paint yeah, and got it, and, and we were um, part of that journey. Yeah, we were we were just sort of like going like, hey, look at that. That's our <laughs> play. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and then the authors, by the way, were kind enough to like stick stick us in there as yes. an added bonus, which is, was a nice touch. Absolutely. Should we get into it then? Let's do it, Aaron. Okay, so first on the docket today of the two games, you know, Brent, uh, way back uh, in episode 157, we did a episode on the Tomek Sinclair 1000. Yes. And we looked at two games, uh, Gulp and Gulp. Fortress of Zorlock. Yes. Do you remember uh, Do you remember Fortress of Zorlock at all, by the way? I hated it. Now, I don't remember hardly anything about it. Yeah, I, don't, I, I know I didn't like it. But I do, I do remember Gulp because I cut a promo on Gulp, and I stand by this promo, because Brent, what he did here was cleverly when he picked Gulp, he violated the rules of our show. And how he did that was he picked something that wasn't an actual game. No, now we're not going to pick. Listen. Oh no, hold on, I'm not done. He picked something that has no ending and just basically sets there the games that were. It's not even a game. It's it's a game. It's it's a it's a little. It's a game for a little while and it becomes nothing like a screensaver. And so. Uh, uh, are you done? No, I'm not oh, done. Okay. So I didn't like this game. So I got a note soon after this game came now, out. Now, something that needs to be noted. Yeah. The vast majority of our uh, of our uh, audience felt Aaron was wrong. No, they what? They did not. Yeah. That's not they true. Did. They were right there with me. Aaron, if you go back and watch the footage, which I have, I have. Everyone was like, first of all, everyone was like, yes, Gulp is better. That's number one. And number two was, yes, this has enough elements of a game to be considered a game. Uh, well, listen, I no. Most people agree with me. They're the silent majority, <laughs> by the way. But I will say that the game Brett picked did, in fact, as I recall, chip on an actual, it was a sold game, yeah. stunningly. 
Now, keep in mind, this is the Timex Sinclair 1000. This Pickens a, were slim. This thing was an abomination. <laughs> but also got a ZX81 release. So, shortly after we did that uh, show, I got a note here. And I'm just going to read a few excerpts from it, Brent, if I may. It said, Hi, Brent and Aaron. After watching ARG episode 157 and seeing how annoyed Aaron was at Gulp, quote, not being a game, quote, correct, I thought I'd have a go at writing a better one myself. As I mentioned back in March in the YouTube comments, my game is called Gulpy. I've been beta testing Amos 2, uh, which you'll recall Amos was a video game programming language that was uh, very prominent on the Amiga. Yes. Uh, it's now called AOZ Studio. So it was a good project to do. I had the main game running in about a week, but there was some sound and performance problems So AOZ with AOZ, so I ended up leaving it for a while to write another game. But now most of the problems are sorted. I finished it off. He also goes on to say, this is the wacky edition of the game for ARG, as I'll be making a normal one in the future with online leaderboards and probably more levels. That'd be kind of neat. Uh, this one has an ARG-themed level and music. So... Who can say no to that, the Brent? And Nobody. So, that's who. Uh, lo and behold, bam, it's Gulpy. Now, <clears throat> I want to say something right away uh, to the author. This, and I should mention the author, Paul Kitching, who's in the chat right now. Hello, Paul. Good job. Uh, you know, I had pl I remember playing this game when Paul sent me a link to it, uh, the Brent. And I don't remember. I didn't remember a whole lot about it. I couldn't figure out because I went back and played this this week. And I had an enormous amount of fun. And we'll get into what the game is here in a second. But I want to say I couldn't figure out what had happened. Well, this it turns out, Brent, that Paul released this game to us the very same week that our mom broke her arm. <laughs> and so, <laughs> clearly, and my, our we mom We blamed is, Paul ever since. Our mom, <laughs> our mom is old. And so when she fell down in front of the beauty parlor and broke her arm, we, 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 were, we were all hands were on deck. Yeah. Uh, it was a rough, rough uh, month there. Thankfully, and, she's fine. Yeah, she's fine now. This was you know, this was a while back, but it was something that, that kept me from really getting and playing this game hard. And we didn't even talk about that much on the show. So when this came up, I was super pumped. Yeah, to give this another shot. And uh, holy smokes, uh, I'm sure glad I did. Uh, if you'll recall, Gulpy uh, was a simple maze game. Or gulp or gulp? Well, they both are to a degree. Gulp was a maze game. Uh, on a grayscale background where you move a, an O around a maze and you're chased by an X. Pretty simple stuff. Yeah. Uh, you walk around collecting dots and that's it. That's the game. There's no power-ups. Uh, there's not really anything. Uh, and after you finish the level, you just your O just sets there, forever trapped. Probably so long for, for another dot. <laughs> If you think about how sad that is, he, sh he shouldn't because, uh, wolf down all. Well, that I mean, food. he was he was being chased. To be fair, uh, but uh, uh, it was an incredibly simple game. Well, uh, one thing I want to note. Oh, here. here we go. Defend your game again. The AI for this game, yeah, spectacular. Uh, it it's it goes off of rules, right? The the bad guy doesn't just blindly walk towards you. You have it has a very clever mechanic. Which you can, once you learn it, you can abuse it. Uh, but it's very clever how the the enemy, the X, gives chase. And that's where the game is actually fun. The maze is uh, complex enough and has enough nooks and crannies that you have to manipulate the AI to be able to get it without dying. Uh, which, but that's the fun of it, right? It is getting the guy and controlling him by your movements. 
So I really enjoyed that aspect of the game. Well, I mean, I will say that if you're going to find the best part of Gulp, uh, it would be the fact that the there is someone chasing you that has some sort of interesting methods to how he pursues you. So if you're watching at home, uh, you'll see that side by side, uh, the mazes are pretty much the same. Uh, Paul's version uh, has... pretty much if they're identical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul's version has uh, a sidebar with a uh, handy heads-up display giving you the level you're on, the lives and whatnot. But, and that, literally, this is the only level that is like this. Yes. And and the funny thing is, if you play this game and you load it up and you're like, oh, look, and this is my reaction exactly. I was like, oh, look, a faithful rendition of Gulp that you can play on your browser. Isn't that nice? Well... That that's a trick. It's a trick, I tell you, because it actually uh, Paul's version is about a million times better for a multitude of reasons. For starters, once you get past the first couple levels of this, you Paul designed this in a way. It's almost like a walk through video game history, isn't it, Brad? Yeah. You're sort of starting off at the ZX eighty one, and then you move into the realm of the Vic twenty, and there's also music. By the way, the music in this is off the charts. Incredible, charge. incredible. I mean, music. I. I love the that the music in this is great, and I like what Paul did because every every couple levels the game changes graphic sets, and it also you change you go from a dot to a little guy, and then once you get past the Vic levels, you're on the ZX Spectrum levels of the game where everything changes and the, and the music changes. Uh, you also end up going into uh, levels that were like Amiga style C64. levels, C64 style yeah. levels. And as you go through, the music is pumping. It's a great time. You start gaining power ups. And the yes, that's what I want to get More enemies. There are some clever power ups in this. Yeah. You know, we mentioned that Gulp was a game where you collected dots in a maze, and really that hasn't changed in Gulpy. That's what your job is. You collect dots. But what the difference is is there's more pursuers. There's the mazes are much crazier. They're much more colorful, plus the power-ups add uh, an extra level of interest. The power-ups range from speeding you up, returning the the, uh, bad guys back to their initial spots, Mm -hmm. freezing them. And my personal favorite, one that makes you giant. Yes. And your giant you can get dots from everything he touches in his giantness. It only lasts for a few seconds, but it's real clever. I never would have thought of that one. And that's the only power-up that you actually activate, so you can save it when you need it. Uh, also, my my, I mean, first of all, I love the story behind this. Uh, did you go into the story? What's the story? The story of this, Aaron, is uh, I'm trying to chase you down uh, because you hate gulp so much, and oh, you're yeah, yeah. you're trying to you're trying to get rid of all the good reviews of gulp. So the <laughs> all the little guys are little me's. They're a perfect example. Depending on oh, something, I want to mention before I forget. Depending on what stage you die, yeah, right. Uh, it has a little death cut scene yes, where a... you're the you're your player, whatever you look like at the time, whether you're a stick figure or a face, and then whatever the bad guys look like will slide over and like smush you. Yeah, yeah. When you do it, when it's our faces, yeah, when your face is sitting there, my face hones over and just kind of smushes you. I loved it. I Actually, loved it. This is, uh, if you're watching uh, on, on video, this is me playing. I, I had a good game going here. I did. I had a better one than this, but I, that actually happens here in a second. I get I get, I get killed on this level. <laughs> There's a level that, uh, that Paul stuck in here, level 10, 
which is uh, the ARG level, which has got our logo that you, and that's the maze. And you've got our little faces running through the maze, which is great. And they also, oh, I got you. They also play my patented wacky Pro Tracker theme, <laughs> which my son will occasionally I'll hear him humming that because he's heard it so many times. I'll, I'll play it occasionally. He gets a big laugh out of it. Uh, uh, but, but where this game really excels, right, and takes it away from just being a fan game, and yes, <laughs> bonk. Yeah, I hated that. Uh, is it retains that awesome fun UI or uh, AI yeah. from the original game. The the each little bad guy because some you can have up to like six bad guys at a time. Yeah, and those levels are insanely difficult, and it's good. It's a good ramp. Uh, because by that point, you have power-ups and you can do things to kind of fight back. Uh, but the AI that made Gulp so much fun is still present in Gulpy. Yeah. That you can manipulate it. And some enemies are slow and some enemies are basically just as fast as you are. And being able to manipulate the AI, kind of bunch them up, trying to get them in corners where you can get the, the dots or gems or whatever you're collecting at the time. Awesome touch, and that's what makes this takes this from just being a cute little fan game to something that's really, really fun to play. You know, the difference between the two games we, we look at today is one of the games is based on a game that we both enjoyed. I enjoyed it more than you. And yeah. one is game based on something that I not only didn't like, but wasn't a game. All right, so I'm going to give Paul double credit because what he did was he took, listen, what's the most simple concept in gaming? It's like this. Run around a maze, right, and and collect stuff. And it's been done. It's one of the earliest things that was ever done. And he took that simple concept and made it fun and made it interesting and it made it not boring, which is amazing. And I'm not just putting it over because I because I was in there. I mean, it's actually pretty fun. I played this thing for uh, uh, on and off during the week and had a good time playing it. And the sessions, I would I would sit down and play this thing. And I can get a game going. And you can play this thing for 20, 25 minutes if you get a good game going on it. On top of everything else, uh, Paul, on, on, on the wacky edition of Golfy, you've also got the ability to flip through and pick any level you want to start on, which is yes. much appreciated. You get a bonus for going through a certain amount of levels in one stretch. Like, I got to level 10 in one. You get a, you get a bonus on that. You can pick up extra man. Well, you get bonus based on your score. No, no, you get a bonus, a level bonus. Oh, 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 you go through oh 10 yeah, the, level, yeah, yeah, the you score go through count. 10 level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's not, that's nice. Uh, I, I will <laughs> say I beat every level in this but one. And the one level I couldn't get past was the last level, which is in, which the maze is invisible on that level. And that's a real, did you ever get past yes, that? Yes, I've looped the game. Oh. Once you go through 15 levels, the game loops. My high score for this was... Um, uh, six thousand nine hundred forty-seven. Six thousand nine hundred forty-seven. Well, that's better so than mine. That that's the score, and that was me looping the game once, and then getting to like stage four or five on, yeah. the, on the second loop where it gets faster. And that's all default settings. Uh, if you want to, if you want to try to go for that score challenge, there you go. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this game, man. We, have, a lot we of haven't fun. mentioned one of the the main points of the game, and this is one that got me. So the so you're probably asking yourself, this sounds pretty fun. Like, how can I give this a shot? Well, what machine does it run on? Well, the, it runs in your browser. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, literally, you just run a, run a file, and it runs in your browser. You can hit F11 to you know maximize your screen. 
and it's just like playing a full game. It runs great, uh, and it's uh, uh, it's a that's very cunning. I thought I like that, you know. So it's a good deal. Now Paul uh, has mentioned in chat that he right now this game is not for sale. I believe it's a work still a work in progress, uh, but uh, uh, this is one to keep your eye out for. And of course, when it, when Paul decides to release it, we'll definitely Absolutely. we'll definitely give it a shout. Yeah, and Paul, if if that does get out in the next, you know, small amount of time, be sure to drop us a comment or drop a comment on the video if the video's out uh, and let us promote this because I had a lot of fun. This, having us in the game, having us part of the story, uh, made it more entertaining, right? For you, because yeah. you're you. Because you're I, an arrogant scumbag. I, I enjoyed... I enjoyed uh, uh, watching the little memes evolve into little faces of me, and then, uh, of course, I turned into little slime men at the end. But what are you going to do? Yeah, the, I will uh, say, the in-between parts are, are funny. The depths yes. are funny. The music's rocking. And oh, the game is the challenging. Charts. When you get into later levels, when you're uh, taking on multiple bad guys, I mean, like, a lot of bad guys. As you get to those later levels, I mean, you, you'll take on seven, eight guys. Yeah. I'll be coming after you. And that's when getting like the embiggening, which is what I'm dubbing that, <laughs> uh, is a uh, is a real help because of the way the levels are set up. But it's a it's a very challenging game, and we haven't mentioned the fact that you could also change the speed of the game, yes. uh, from slow to normal to fast. How did you normally play it? I I played default. Oh, I I play these games usually default. I tried all the time. slow and fast, yeah. and fast is actually one thing about slow is it's slow. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash, and so. Fast uh, is fast, and it, but it's real fast. But in some riveting, ways, riveting review. Well, in Aaron. some in some ways, <laughs> game is game. Well, in some ways, fast is better because you go through the game a lot quicker. Slow is is slow, but it's help. It's a good way to get yourself, uh, you know, acquainted with the levels and stuff like that. I'm just saying it is. Uh, so it, it it does what it says. It's you know, slow and fast. You know what I've learned, Aaron? No, if, of nothing else, there needs to be eight means. Why? I'm so, I'm so much more efficient at accomplishing my goals when there's more of me. Man, I'd hate to be the person that was in charge of the kitchen if there were eight yous walking around. My God, Are you kidding me? Fair what, enough. What a what, what a goof. Again, that was uh, Gulpy, the wacky edition from our good buddy Paul Kitchen. Uh, and please uh, keep an eye out for this. Uh, when it comes to a web browser near you, it was a lot of fun. Absolutely, I did. I did. Uh, uh, I did stick this uh, in Discord to to let the people try it, and we did have a review on this, the Brent uh, that came in uh, that came in late in the game here, uh, and it was from our good buddy, uh, our good buddy Pajaco. Uh, he writes, "This game should be called Old Crap <laughs> because of the sheer number of times I said that whilst playing." When I got killed, when enemies trapped you in, uh, these are not bad things as I enjoyed playing this game. Whilst it is clearly a Pac-Man-inspired game, it is a good game in its own right. The mazes require special. Uh, the, ma- the mazes require, especially later on, they require a good bit of strategy to get through. The real game, though, is maneuvering the enemies to where you want them, so they effectively are not effectively following you everywhere you go. But you'll get cocky, and that's when they get you. I. I found some uh, sometimes it is worthy sacrificing one of your guys if you can get a bunch of enemies all in one area and then use your invulnerability to run through them all to the other side of the maze. The selection of retro computer systems represented is great. The music is awesome, and I love the ARG track, Wacky Protractor. 
Gulpy is totally worth checking out. Eight out of ten. Yeah. No, I completely agree. That's high praise from our good buddy Pajaco. So good stuff there. Uh, and uh, we look forward to this getting a wider release. And when it does, uh, the Absolutely. Brent, uh, we will be there. Absolutely to, worth checking out. To talk about it. So, uh, last that was Gulpy. Please check it out. A lot of fun. And thank you, Paul, uh, for uh, making a wacky addition to that and getting us in. That was, that was a lot of fun uh, for us. Now, uh, there's another game uh, we're going to talk about this week, Brent, and I'll let you talk on this. Uh, this was this is a more recent game. Uh, this one just released, uh, uh, just released last a little week. while ago, last month actually. Uh, but we talked about it in ARG presents 204, which was a look at the video packs. Let's Odyssey and that two. game was. Uh, well, I'm going to mispronounce that. And the funny thing is, he sent me a thing to pronounce it right, and I forgot what it was. Uh, I will save you once again. Please man. save me. What is it? Shay Maxim. There it is. Shay Maxim. And we talked about this. It's funny. We just talked about this last week before we spun the wheel. Yes. And 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 put it over. But now let's now it's time for an in depth look <laughs> at this game. What do you got for us? Well, first we have to we have to back up a little bit. All right. Uh, we looked at this game for the Odyssey. Or I guess it was technically the the video pack. Correct. <clears throat> and we both thought, yeah, this is a fun game. This is kind of cute. It needs a little bit more. It was so close to being incredible. It just needs that little push to be uh, to get it over the finish line, right? Yeah. And I think we both felt that way. I, I think you enjoyed the game more than I did. Uh, <laughs> I've got to laugh because you just said it needs a little push. And if you look at the, <laughs> we're looking at comparison right now. This thing didn't get a little push. They strapped a, a rocket to it, shot into space. Well, to, to be fair, to be fair, and this is also from the uh, the uh, uh, video pack to the ZX Spectrum. Yeah. So you do get a boost in power, but yes, yeah, yeah. The <clears throat> this got a visual overhaul. It got an audio overhaul. It got a gameplay overhaul. And uh, uh, and us as characters, we yeah. actually uh, we take take part in the shay. We sit down, have ourselves a fancy meal, and wow, what an what an improvement! The game was already pretty good uh, visually. First of all, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. Visually, off the chart. Yeah, off the charts good. Uh, this takes the animation. For the spectrum and the the uh, abilities, right there to the edge. This is as good as I think any spectrum game has ever looked. When you're when you're talking about detail, attention to detail, and those little things that make a game special. Yeah. Uh, just for an example, the cook. <clears throat> oh, we should probably talk about how the game I was plays say, real you, quick. You, you want to explain what the game uh, is? You've got a three level cafe. And you are the waiter delivering food. It's a very tapper-like game where you have to take the food from one location, a dumb waiter that goes up and down through the three levels, and you need to deliver them to the tables on each of the levels where the people are setting. Uh, the obstacles here are you've got a dog that will try to steal the food from the dumb waiter. Foo-foo the dog. That's right. Foo-foo the dog. We'll try to steal the food from the dumbwaiter, and if he grabs a hold of it, he'll run out the door with it. Yeah. 
uh, you're to combat that, you can boot him out the door, <laughs> yeah. and as he goes tumbling head over heel. But don't worry, man. Fufu's a tough dog because he always comes back. Plus, also, Fufu hoses you so often, yeah. you don't mind him to get a whack. Uh, so the 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 uh, complexity of this game is if the people wait for their food for too long, they'll start getting impatient. And you, you'll see them start kind of bouncing around in their seat, right? You can tell they're getting angry. Yeah. And then if you wait even longer, they'll, they'll start fuming. They'll get all red and start flashing. And you know they're ticked off at this yeah, there's point. Yeah, no, there's no doubt when someone's angry, you can tell real quick. Yeah. And if you don't give your food the food to them in time, they'll just leave. And the way this game works is if someone leaves your restaurant or if you don't serve them in a quick enough time, the the restaurant's reputation will go down. Now, if you serve them quickly or in a moderate amount of time, you'll get some of that reputation back. They'll leave you a a high-star review and your reputation uh, can get up to five stars or six stars. I honestly I don't think I ever got that. Well, no, I mean, you it's easy to max out the stars, uh, but you're so focused on the action, you only really look down there when you've got like a half a star left and you know you're screwed. I love that, by the way. Yeah. We'll, we'll touch on that in a minute. Uh, so the gameplay in this is is a simple gameplay loop at its core. Uh, when a, a customer is satisfied when you've served them, they will show a little animation of eating their food, and when they're done, they will pay the bill, leave the bill on the table, and you can collect the money for extra points. If you don't and another patron sets down, the patron just pockets the money and you're just you're out those extra points. Does that points. happen in France? <laughs> oh, it in this, America. It, we would, if you get caught doing that, you get a beat you get a beat. You get treated <laughs> like foo-foo. Um so here's the the fun thing on this, right? Attention to detail, like I was saying before. At the beginning of the game, the game starts off at a, at a slow pace. And that's good because it gets you familiar with what's going on. And when this happens, the cook in the basement has a, a stove on the left-hand side of the screen and the dumbwaiter's on the right-hand side of the screen. So he will take the food from the oven and he'll walk it over to the dumbwaiter and he'll put it, the food in and then he'll go back to his cooking station and start cooking, right? All right. Well, as the game speeds up, the cook didn't have time to do that, right? Yeah. He just stays at the stove yeah. cooking, and as soon as it's ready, he wings it across. It bounces and skids across the ground and gets in the dumbwaiter, and that's how you. Uh, that's how it effectively speeds up the game or allows the game to speed up. It's so clever. Instead too. of just having him run back and forth faster, faster yeah. which he could have done, yeah, right? Yeah, and you but, wouldn't even thought about it. No, no, it yeah. would have seemed completely natural. But instead, he's winging this food. Yes. And it's so, it's it's little touches like that. The food, there's like five or six different types of food. You've got pies, you've got steaks, you've got hamburgers, you've got pasta. And it, it's, you know, what comes out on the plate. It didn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter, right? It doesn't matter. But having all those different types of food yeah. makes the game visually interesting. Yeah, <clears throat> There is strategy in this game. Uh, you run faster when you aren't carrying food. So you want to not carry food as much as possible. When Fufu grabs the food, he runs to the door. He runs in a, in a predictable path to the closest or to, to the farthest door uh, on the same floor that he's on. 
So you can actually use him as a way to get food to the faraway tables quicker. You know, it's not something you rely on. It's something you see happening yeah. and go, bam, that's yeah. what I'm going to do. I'm going to let yeah. him grab that. Also, the this, this star system in this game, Aaron, the reputation system, very clever. Yeah. Very clever because if you if you don't surf one, you lose it. You uh, a person and they leave, you lose an entire star. If you serve them too slowly, you're still going to lose at least some of a star. If you kick the dog when the dog has food, you actually gain a bit of a star. Yes. So there's all <laughs> these little things, and this isn't even the scoring, right? This yeah. is just the life system. Yeah. Uh, so when you when you uh, factor in the scoring and you get 50 points for picking up a tip, right? That's super important. That's that's good points. You don't want to just leave on the table. But if you focus so much on getting the bill to getting the money that it sacrifices someone going from a perfect serving, you know, as soon as they sit down to a bad serving, you're losing stars. So you have to start balancing, do I want to lose reputation? Or do I want to get more score right now? Yeah. In the earlier parts of the game, you focus on score uh, because you can always make that reputation up later. But in the later parts of the game, when the game's really fast and furious, you have to worry about that reputation and you have to worry about it. I've had games where I've said, you know what? Screw the people on the top floor. I ain't running up those stairs anymore. (laughs) I'm not getting paid enough for this. I'm just going to focus on the two This is floors. just like real life if you were a waiter. <laughs> That's why you don't get work in that field. Let me tell you something. If this was real life, I'd be under one of those tables crying. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, eh? Uh, but there, and this, did that work? It works for a while. There is a, there's a point of the game, a speed in the game, that you can do that, but it's not something you can always do. It's always a balancing act. Uh, another little touch is, Aaron, the candles on the floors, but the chef doesn't have a candle. The ca- he has a bug zapper. Yeah, he's got like That's a, uh, so clever. Yeah, it's it's he, listen, the the art style in this ha- happiness gang really excelled themselves. The cook, by the way, I think his name's Hugo is the cook. Uh he he, he just sits there smoking, kicking his little feet. The uh, customers are uh, the wackiest bunch of goose. Not not counting us, just uh, the other ones. You've got a bunch of weird looking people coming in and out. The dog looks great. The I mean, it's it's amazing the 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 way the cook changes. Like I said, when it comes to serving, it's so clever and it makes sense too because it's almost like the cook just like you know I can just do it this way and he figures <laughs> it out at some point during the game and just does that and it works and it, it's a it's a great touch. Uh, I mean. Every part of this game, you know, I really like the, the Odyssey 2 Can version Can you put that comparison up here? Yeah, you I, have that? I do. I really like the Odyssey 2 version of this uh, a, a lot. I played it a lot, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was okay. I, I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was a fun concept, you know. But I got to give, because the Odyssey 2 version, it had a live system, which worked okay. It played slow, but it's the video pack. You know, it's understandable. Uh, and it was fun. Yeah. But I mean and Happy did take the take the bones of this game yes. and he changed it and made it better in every conceivable way. Yeah. He made it play faster. Your not only does your guy move faster, but when he slides up and down stairs or slides down the stairs, you get speed because 
That's one thing the game doesn't do very well on the video pack. It doesn't simulate. It's it adds more customers. It doesn't simulate the speed increase all that well. In Happy's game, it does, and you and the fact that your cook or that your uh, that your waiter can move quicker, it allows you to do more things uh, with the speed of the game. I thought it was a brilliant stroke. I, you know, when he put he changed going down the stairs. I had privy to early builds of this where he didn't he didn't slide down the stairs like that, and it made a big difference. And also, it's just fun. The, the cartoony antics of this make are are uh, accentuated. Yes. in his version, uh, I can't put it over enough. I mean, I think I, I like the tips, the scoring you mentioned. That's the secret of this game that no one will know unless we unless they look into it. When you see the concept of the game, you're like, hey. but as a high score game. This game has a lot of elements that make it... Me and you both, we play a lot of Zookeeper, yeah. for example, right? On the surface, Zookeeper seems like a pretty straightforward game, but until you understand how scoring works. I like games like that. that and this one, it's perfectly done. I mean, I mean, it was... The scoring made me the most impressive part of the game. That no one, I mean, because uh, the ability to change your tactics from different game to game, yeah. that makes it... Uh, more fun for me to try different uh, ways of playing the game. Yes. Uh, and so I, I salute the high score or the scoring options and the rep, which is way better than the lives in this game. And it makes more sense in a lot of ways. I, I I can't say enough about it. I'm a big fan. And the fact that he put us in there is very nice. Yes. Uh, but uh, uh, it's a, this is a winner. And this one's available right now, uh, the Brent. Uh, if if uh, anyone's p- interested in picking it up, uh, you can hop over to highriser.itch.io, which is Happy's gaming page. He's got a lot of stuff over there, uh, the Brent, including uh, the Asteroids we looked at a while back, uh, Bruce Lee's. There was some stuff over there I, hadn't, I don't think I've played before, so I'm going to have to go give some of that a shot. Uh, Happy is a real solid hand. He knows what he's doing. Uh, so if you get a chance to pop over there to highriser.itch.io, check it out, and... We should mention uh, that this would be a good time to pick up the game, wouldn't it, Brent? Because Absolutely. we got something planned, don't we? Well, <clears throat> so something I want to mention real quick, right? Yeah. Uh, this is a Spectrum game. Correct. You have to play it on uh, a, a Spectrum or, or an emulator. It's a 128 right? uh, Spectrum game, 128K. Yeah. Here's what I'll show you guys, all right? For those that aren't watching at home. Right. This is the game... Running in a web browser. There you go. The way I did this is uh, there are online ZX Spectrum games or emulators. Yep. That this works just fine on. Yeah. Uh, you, you were playing T-O-R-I-N-A-K. that today when we started. T-O-R-I-N-A-K dot com slash Q-A-O-P is the emulator I'm using. Uh, you literally just browse to the game. Double click, it loads right up. So don't be intimidated. If you are someone who's like, man, emulators, I, I can't really do that stuff. Setting it up, you got to get your BIOSes, and you got you don't have to do that for this. You can literally buy the game, take it to this emulator, double click, and you're playing, and it plays and sounds and runs great. It yeah. does great. So there are. Don't feel and the other game runs out of a web browser natively. Yeah, so both these can so be both of these yeah. are things you can play in your browser. Now, if you want to load up a dedicated emulator, you know you could do that too. 
But I just don't, I want people to understand, you don't have to fear emulators if you want to play this. There are ways to get around that. And we will uh, uh, put this website, Aaron, we'll put it in the description of the video, and we'll post it up here in chat after the show. Uh, I just want to get this to the as wide an audience as it can. I was touched. I was honestly touched. I thought you were going to shed a tear when I showed you this. When, when, I couldn't believe it. When little me waddled in and took a seat <laughs> up at the table, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was honestly touched. Uh, I, I mean, both inclusions off the charts, right? Yeah. That kind of thing really gets to me because it 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 it, it makes me feel like if absolutely nothing else, I'm getting my message across that there are these good games out there that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. Uh, so, I, oh. big, big thanks to both Happy Coding and Paul Kitching. Uh, I, I really appreciate being a, a small part in your overall vision. So, yeah. I'm very thankful for that. You know, we got a review uh, on uh, The Shades from our buddy Pajaco. He writes, uh, when ARG showed uh, this one off a few weeks ago in the video pack, I don't think any of us had heard of, let alone played it before. However, Shays was a hidden gem and one that was criminally never ported to other systems until now. With greatly improved graphics, sound, and animations for the ZX Spectrum, this game really comes to life and could easily have come from an arcade game. Gameplay is simple. Grab the food, serve the customer, click the tip, and throw out the dog. But don't let that fool you. After two or three levels, things will get frantic, and you really have to start playing to some kind of game plan. I saw on Happy's itch.io site that someone requested an NES version, which is always a sign of a popular game. I genuinely hope this one gets a physical release at some point, as even though I bought the digital release, I would love to have this one in my collection. $4 is a bargain for this game, so pick it up today. 9 out of 10, and he also writes at the end, I'll happily revise to 10 out of 10 when I'm holding a sweet cassette in hand. That's something I want to note. I know for me personally, uh, I, I you know, I, I've got, I dabble in the old design thing for work, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make a jacket for this game. Well, I think he's got a jacket already made. Oh, well, that makes my job a hundred times yeah. easier. So <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Happy, you can, you can, uh, uh, you can confirm or deny that Happy's in the chat here with us. Uh, but I think he actually has a, a one you could print out. Uh, this is a gold game, and so what we wanted to do for fun is uh, uh, is run a little contest on this thing, uh, the Brent. Uh, we're going to run a what do you want to say? Just do a week long contest on this. Well, thing. I think we, we should give them two weeks. Two weeks. So two we'll do weeks. a two week. And it's just this is a simple high score contest. It's a high score contest. So go pick up the game. Again, that's at highriser.itch.io. Pick the game up for four bucks and give it a whirl. And uh, at the end of the two weeks, which will be it'll be the show after the next one. It'll be uh, well done. What will be? Uh, <laughs> we'll announce the winner and the tell them what the winner will receive. The brand uh, they will receive a gift certificate to Retro Rewind. Yes, our good buddy Frank uh, uh, kindly donated a gift certificate to give away, uh, and we're going to use uh, this contest to give it away. So hey. 25, uh, I think it's a $25 gift certificate from RetroRewind.ca. Listen, you've heard me and the Brent uh, give good uh, love to the Frankster. Uh, we love RetroRewind.ca. He's, he's a great guy. Uh, he's uh, given, just uh, finishing up his charity event 
that he was giving uh, portions of the money he produced uh, to the Ukrainian uh, uh, people, refugees. He actually rounded that up from uh, 384 bucks, like 500 bucks. So he actually kicked it a little extra awesome. uh, for the refugees. Frank's a very charitable guy, and uh, we really appreciate him uh, giving us a, a gift certificate to give away. Should be a lot of fun. So if you uh, if you play this game and you want to send us your high scores, you can send them in on the subject line of your email. Put high score, and the email address is argpresents at mail dot com. And just post the picture of the hat and your score at the end. Uh, or you can always also post those in Discord. Yeah, or if in Discord. you have access to that. Right. So that's argpresents at mail dot com. Just pop over, pick this thing up for four bucks. Look, net gain twenty one bucks at the end of the day. And if you don't want to give us a certificate, you've got yourself one heck of a great game. Absolutely. I loved it. I think it was dandy. You know what else I love, the Brent? No, I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say, you know what else is dandy? Well, I thought you were gonna do a little way. dance. Well, no, that would not be dandy. <laughs> Let's spin this sucker. It's wheel time, gang. Look, the crowds are ready, the Brent. All right, we have added Calculator games, Aaron. Oh man, calculator games! I'm actually incredibly excited about this what's one. What's our What's our retro? And our retro piece? rewind. Also, calculator games. Uh, Jason Warns I've suggested heard that. I've heard of him. I've heard of him. <clears throat> Tie-in games uh, from Steve Rathison is our retro rewind this week. All right, let's give it a whirl. And now that I'm back in the seat, we'll give this thing a proper spin. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you. This is a minefield of trouble in the wheel. So let's see what we can do here. Here we go. And he's off. You're going to break that thing with your mega spin someday. At least now everyone can see the uh, wheel piece in right in front of him. And the winner is Games That Make No Sense. Games That Make No Sense. What? Suggested by Aaron. This is two weeks in a row. The Brent. So we're calling our own shots now? Well, good. I'm glad you suggested that one because I don't know what that means. Games, games that, that make, make no sense. sense. These are games that are uh, beyond the realm of comprehension, Aaron. These are games that are so weird or so culturally different yeah. that you look at it and you're like, what? What is Oh, like sexy, like sexy uh but Paradise or something like that. You know the shooting game, that wacky Japanese shooting game? Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, with all the the, <clears throat> the the muscle man in it? Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Well, so, that's weird. <clears throat> so these, no, it doesn't have to be weird though, right? It okay. doesn't have to be weird. Don't think just, well, I'm just going to get the weirdest thing I can. No, these are just games that don't make any sense. I'm going to get the weirdest game I can. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Is it just me? I guess so. <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't know what to say about that, the Brent. Uh, another weird, another weird choice uh, on, on this week. Well, we'll leave it there. I think you got anything you want to say before we hit the road? Uh, a huge appreciation, and can you can you tell the people at home, or more specifically, the one person at home that we have to highlight again this week due to my ineptitude? Uh, you mean Laurent Giroux? That's him. Oh, you, are we going to have to let's sit through that god-awful story of woe? No, no. I will spare the people. Uh, just understand that the, yeah. the video fell apart this week. Pretend I, this is a ball. Whoop! That's Brent. That's what happened. No, he dropped I, the ball. Uh, the uh, the new supportive video is going to be delayed one more week. Um, I'm actually going to start working on it right after the show so, I, so it doesn't happen again. But... 
This is an opportunity for those who have been sitting on the fence at home. If you've been sitting on the fence about becoming a You're sponsor. You're using this as an angle? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> if you've been sitting on the fence about being a Patreon supporter, now is the time. Uh, if you get your name to me, or if you get uh, signed up by, say, Wednesday or so, you will be in the next supporter video guaranteed. There you go. Wow. I mean, everyone will get in eventually, but a lot of, these a lot things of, take time. A lot of people don't realize that making the supporter video is like doing the special effects for Avatar. <laughs> it takes it takes, a, it takes hundreds of people, hours and hours of their lives to do these things. It takes longer than it should, but oh, I'm getting better. And yeah. I'm, I You are? It. I enjoy You're it. talking about a five-hour failure. Oh, yeah. Let's... So you're not getting better. Well, he's getting worse. Trust me, on the on the Shay's reputation scale, he's a one half a star right now. You got one more chance, kid. Otherwise, Foo Foo's going to take a bite out of your hind. There you go. That's all we got, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week for Games That Make No Sense because this is the show that makes no sense. ARG presents. Ta-ta for now. Thanks for joining us today. Special thanks to Duncan Styles for our vector style graphic and Bart Pitt for our amazing music. Would you like to help keep ARG spinning? You can do so at patreon.com slash ARG presents. Just like these fine folks. Mario Ramey, C9K9, Jerry Dennington, John Dykeman, Retroalgy, Airshack, Texas Foosballer, Sundown, Orom, Super Tech Boy, David Terrence, Mr. B, Roushy, Graham W. Vetke, Dave Velociraptor, Bernhard Lucas, Steve Rathmason, Anthony Jarvis, Bitter Blitter, Pajaco 6502, Kevin Bean, Andy Jones, Andy Craig, Rob Black O'Hara, Jason Warrens, Mitsuyama, Chris Foles, Frodo NL, The Gary Heather, Terry Howard, Olaf Hope, and Rollo. You can join us live every Sunday, 10 a.m. EDT, on Twitch. Hope to see you there.